Welcome. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast or email us questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share with all your friends. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Frank, how you been? Yeah, I have been okay. I've mm-hmm. been fine. I've been working. I've been working, man. Working. Working. And that's about it. I mean, the, the fall is here, so I had to go buy a jacket. That was very exciting. <laughs> Would you throw out your jacket from last year? No, nah, so I still have that, but it was broken. So the zipper, I oh, had a really zipper. nice... I'm yeah, thinking it like it, was, it cracked in half like an egg. <laughs> the zipper broke, and I had to go... Um, I had to go get another one, but that one is still, I might get it repaired because I really love that jacket and it was costly. So, but how have you been? More importantly, uh, I've been up since 2.30 a.m. It is currently 11.03 a.m. on Monday, November 3rd. Is that what day we're in? That is the 4th. The 4th. I don't know where I am because I just, I got back from Japan on Friday night. For, yeah, that's. I was there for two weeks. Yeah. How was it? It was wild. I think we'll be talking about it. Yeah. I just want to give a quick happy birthday to Godzilla. He's 65 today. Oh, happy birthday, yesterday. Godzilla. 65 yesterday. On the 3rd, not the 4th. I have no, or the, idea. I have no idea. What are you sure his time continuum is all screwed up for me. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm exhausted, but I'm not really exhausted. I'm just exhausted in a East Coast mindset because I've been awake for hours. So what are you... Are you like falling asleep at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon then on East Coast time, but then... Like, oh, uh, what's the time difference? The time difference is 13 plus hours in Japan. Okay. So it's tomorrow at 12. Oh, right? be, yeah. So yeah, tomorrow... It's it would noon be... tomorrow in Japan. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I've been slowly getting back into it, but... I know it's tough. What have you, have you been, is there like any tips or tricks that you had read about that you would like need to? Oh, we're going to talk okay. about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Tom. All right, let's, let's do go. it. Yeah. We're going to talk about my travels mm-hmm. in Japan. I was there for 14 days, 13 and a half days, not including travel. Uh, I left the, when did I leave? The 18th. A Friday, right? Of October. It was yeah. a Friday. Flew 13 hours from Newark. Directly into Narita Airport. Arrived two thirty on Saturday. How's the flight? It wasn't too bad. I mean, it's they feed you nonstop on these long term flights, and also alcohol was free, baby. How? Are you serious? Oh, wifey was wow. sucking down some all right Aka wine, the red stuff. That's cool. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was enjoying it. I she guess- is a t- my wife. I she's a trooper. Yeah. And I'm not going to bash her at all. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic during this trip, but she can't. One thing she can't do is fly. Really? Yes. She can't fly at all. She can't sleep at all. Like I'll fall asleep, but she won't. Plane, yeah. yeah. See, I'm the type of person where I'll sleep, and because you're you're upright, at least if you're in the in the the whatever common coach coach, yeah, uh, yeah, the poor people class, which is where I'm at. Yeah, poor people can't fucking a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like it's on the bed or whatever. Right. No, Uh, I got you. Um, I like uh, you know my head goes back my mouth is open and i'm like snoring yeah and i feel so bad for the people around me it's just like even if i get a neck pillow my right. mouth will just like fall and we ended then, up getting we ended up getting cheap neck pillows from marshall's or someplace okay. or you know one of the cheap like sure, hand-me-down yeah. stores like 20 bucks or yeah they're like 20 yeah. bucks and yeah. they're 40 dollars in the airport right they were awesome they're memory foam Ooh, 
but like, <laughs> but like, it only works for a little while until you're like, <laughs> yeah. And then your neck's like all messed up, and you're like, oh, my neck is not supposed to sit that long that way. I I watched two movies on the flight there. I watched The Dead Don't Die, which is a Jim Jarmusch. Okay, you know him? No. Okay. Uh, it sounds like an airplane movie, though. Yeah, it had like uh, it had Kylo Ren in it. Okay. Adam Driver. That's Adam Driver. Adam yeah, Driver. Yeah. It had Bill Murray. And they're in a town. Oh, I do know about. Okay, yeah, it wasn't mm, good. Yeah, not no. good. Not good. I'm a big zombie was, guy, but yeah, yeah. I, I, it was like for, two fourth wall for me. Mm. They were just blowing through it the whole time. Really? Like it was supposed to be a gimmick. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh. yeah. At one point, Adam Driver. I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this for you if you uh, if you intend to watch. Skip about it. a minute past. No, this, not, yeah. not a minute. Give it <laughs> give it like ten seconds. Adam Driver uh, just says like, oh well, Jim showed me the script. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah you're out. Yeah. We're like, oh, I looked, man. Well, you know, we got our headphones on and, you know, you're watching this. And other people are watching other stuff. Like one guy was watching uh, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street on a plane. Okay. So there was boobs flopping right, all over the place. Yeah. I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> he does not care. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it wasn't good. I wouldn't recommend it. What was the second one? Uh, I watched half of Captain Marvel before I fell asleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that seems about right. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I watch the other half on the way back. So both of those movies, uh, well, the Captain Marvel definitely seems like an airplane movie. Yeah. It's easy. You can kind of just tune out. I watched, I'll talk about the movies I watched. Okay. On the way back, I finished off Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and I also watched um, uh, Beetlejuice, which I haven't seen in years. Beetlejuice is an awesome movie. Yeah. No, it definitely. And it holds up too. Oh my God. It's like, so good. Right, Michael yeah. amazing. Definitely. Those commercials. Yeah. Like you see where. Uh, Tim Burton, he just like took them and did it for Batman, but he mm-hmm. did it with Jack Nicholson. He right. did the same thing. It was great. That's a great film. Also, I was watching some kid ahead of me who, mind you, if you can't tell by my voice, I have a little bit of a cold because this kid was coughing and spitting phlegm all over the place. A child. A child on a plane. <laughs> he started screaming hysterically because his ears were popping. Uh, and I was going, good, good. That's what you get. You're making me sick. <laughs> But I was watching through the chairs, and he was watching old Scooby-Doo cartoons. I was uh, like, all right. Yeah. I kind of liked this kid until he got me sick. Yeah. Now I don't like him. I hate him. And now your nose is just bleeding. Bleeding. Yeah, yes. That's really what happens like... to me. I'm a classic nerd. <laughs> bleeding nose yeah, all over the place. immediately comes in and is like, oh, I need a tissue for my bloody nose. Yeah. I was really hoping that you were just going to stick it up there and then just have it. You oh, know, like, what like do you think I was doing when I was driving? <laughs> I get really bloody noses That's awesome. when I, my uh, sinuses act up. It's always one nostril, too. Yeah. Like a couple times in the middle of the night, I woke up, and I was just like, <laughs> there's <just> blood flowing <laughs> all over. Oh, it's right. awful. Yeah, I have a big nose. It's terrible. But you know, stick, I stick my thumb in there to pick it. Um, okay, <laughs> let's talk about Brutal. All right, I, this hasn't freaked you out enough. What do you know about jet lag? Uh, well, I mean... Uh, like I know just from off the top of your head what do you what do you think jet lag entails sure that you're just your your internal clock is a little messed up mm-hmm. I mean I've been to California a couple times and you know that's you're a, a little that's four and a half six yeah hours. something like that five it's, hours yeah, say five hours right it's not terrible it, especially because it's still the same day mm-hmm. and it's just like you're messed up for maybe a day and it's really if you could push yourself past the point where you know you would normally sleep in in the west coast time and um then that's it what do you what do you how would you explain from the from your personal knowledge how would you explain the symptoms of jet lag oh i just feel like you're tired all the time all right that's what i thought too okay all right (laughs) so i'm there for two i'm there the first we'll talk about okay so we get there the first day it's like 2 30 by the time we get out of the airport customs all that stuff we check into our hotel it's like four and i think we 
4 p.m. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. on Saturday. So I, we just kind of wandered around that day. Getting we were in um in um sorry um uh, Shinjuku. Okay. Which is like this like shopping nightclub bar area. Mm-hmm. It's known for its red light district. Ooh. Kabuchiko. Ah. So we were in there and we we're just wandering around and having a good time. And then you know we tried to go to sleep. We grabbed a couple of strong zeros. Do you know what strong zeros are? No, what's strong zero? So strong zero is made by the company Suntory that makes whiskey. So it's supposed to be like a flavored highball. Highballs are big in Japan. It's basically club soda and booze. Yeah. And they have different flavors. A lot of them are like salted lemon. They have lime. They have grapefruit. Like I drank a couple of them while I was I wasn't crazy about them, but the strong zero is like a canned version of it. So it's 9% alcohol. Oof. So think like um, Four loco, but oh. with not as fruity. Oh, wow. So it's okay. like a club soda fruit flavored for loco. So it's like various, various flavors of cleaning solution. Mm-hmm. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, I mean, my wife was killing them. She loved them. I, I drank one. I was like, I got mojito. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be disgusting. I can't wait. And it was more disgusting than I expected. Were you getting the high? Because for loco, like, is this pre when they had that, like. They had, used to have caffeine. Yeah. And alcohol it. This doesn't have caffeine. Oh, okay. I was no, going to say, because booze. those are, yeah, those were crazy. Yeah. Good so, times. you know, we had a couple of those and we were wandering around and we went back to the room. We, I couldn't sleep. She couldn't sleep. So I took a shower in the middle of the night. And then I got this massive feeling of depression and anxiety. Oh, geez. Really? Yes. Even suicidal thoughts. This was absolutely terrifying. And then yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, I didn't like know what to do. Like, I was sure. like, I, you know what? The only way to end this is to go take a walk and jump in a river. I didn't do that because I survived. And I'm not belittling anybody that would have those thoughts. It's sure. terrible when you have these, these thoughts. Totally agree. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. And then I started having these issues. And my wife's consoling me. And I'm going, like, I, this is supposed to be the trip of a lifetime. Why do I am I so right. miserable? Yeah. Why do I want to die right now? And then the next day I look up symptoms of jet no lag. No way. Really? Is suicidal thoughts and depression, like especially massive amounts of time. Shoot, yeah, <laughs> I did not know. Especially that. people who suffer from depression, yeah. and 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 I think people generally in the geekdom sure. that we belong in mm-hmm. deal with problems with depression, anxiety, and it intensifies. Going back, coming back, I was ready for it. It was almost like, and I said it when we were uh, my wife's talking to me about it and everything, and I was just like. It's, have you ever done, kids don't listen. Kids don't do this. Have you ever done like hallucinogenics? Yes. Okay. Sometimes it gets a little weird. Uh Uh-huh. But you can talk yourself off the ledge by saying, it's just the drug's going to go away, man. Right, yeah. If you could do that, if I had known what I was going in for, it would have been like a bad acid trip. And I would have been like, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. It's just the jet lag and get over it, which is what I did on the way back Mm -hmm. where I started getting to this point where I started feeling like crap again. And I just said to myself, I was like, Oh, that's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's fine. You know, this will go away. It'll go go away. away. It'll go away. But I knew that going there. So I was just like, Oh my God, why is my trip ruined? It's ruined. This is like day two. Right. And you have like a whole two weeks, two more weeks. And I was like thinking if I have to do this for the rest, I'm going to just like, that's what your mind's thinking. Yeah. And then eventually I jumped, I talked myself off the literal ledge. So warning to anyone. I did not know that. That uh, the idea of jet lag just making you tired and your sleep schedule screwed up. And they say that like your digestive tract can get messed up and your need to eat and constipation is Mm -hmm. another thing. Like 
no, there's there's some deep shit with jet lag that I didn't realize was there. See, I'm always just thinking like the celebrity when you see him on talk shows or whatever, and they're like, yeah, I got jet lag. Got and they're jet just lag, being like bro. wacky. Hey, and they're like, ha, ha, ha. Just tired. Yeah. And yeah like, well, tired's one thing. Well, and then it's yeah. just like the other stuff. is just like, oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So fair warning. Then. Fair warning. Okay. okay. Also, Ooh. the hotel's over there. Absolutely tiny. Really? Yeah. And like, I didn't. Define tiny, though. Uh, okay. Um. Think a bathroom with a bed in it. No way. With are an attack. I'm telling you, they are legit. Like, that's how the space is. Just. Yeah. Because it's such a packed country. Right. These major cities, they're packed. Now, of course, we could have spent a lot more money and gotten like right. a suite. They, I think they call them American rooms, like American hotels. Because there's a complete right. difference. Because the Japanese ones are legit. You walk in the door. There's like a couple of hooks. The toilet's to the right. And then there's a bed and maybe a desk if you're lucky. So it's a, it's essentially a closet. It's exactly what it is. I will say, because I have like a fascination with like apartments and stuff. Uh-huh. I always get sucked in the YouTube hole for like tiny homes and uh, apartments, particularly in Japan. Right. Um, and yeah, it is really fascinating when you're like, oh, they're like, hey, I pay $1,200 and it is like a closet and it's built up instead yeah. of like, you know, sideways. So yeah. it's like interesting. I guess the space is definitely an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Sense. It's. You know, this is a hotel too. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, sp- it wasn't that cheap. It was pretty cheap. My hotel room was pretty cheap. I looked into it once we got home to see how much I would have to pay. But over a 14 day period, that's a lot of money. Sure. Like yeah, if it's anywhere. just a couple of nights, it'd be fine. But for what I paid, yeah, I would definitely look into, if you're going over to Japan, definitely look into a larger hotel room. What was the average for the, for the, um, those types of hotels? Do you know offhand? Uh, like I, in US dollars? Like a hundred bucks. That's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's, yeah. You, well, yeah. <laughs> you know how much it costs per square foot? Sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I talked about the toilets. Let's talk about the toilets because the toilets are hello amazing. Okay. All right. Seat warmers. All right. I'm liking it. Noise makers to drown out farts. No way. Although it kind of sounds like someone speaking. Like, it sounds like a, the poltergeist ghost speaking through the TV. It's like. So is it just constantly on or does it like you turn it on and off? Okay. Uh, there's, they deodorize some of them Wow. and I'm not even talking about the one in the hotel. Like you go to a public toilet on in the subway and it's got deodorizer. It's got a, a thing where you can take toilet paper and you hit a button and it sprays disinfectant. You can wipe the toilet. You can clean the toilet seat off. What? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What are we doing in this country? Bidets, bidets everywhere. I took the bidet for quite the way to, test run for the first couple yeah. of days eventually i got over it yeah because you kind of have to wipe what or like rinse and then wipe again like a whole thing yeah i don't know i've never used one before i i understand the concept of it and like the design but yeah it seems yeah it's just a lot of paper all right it seems like a little bit of a waste i guess yeah if you're using that much paper <laughs> trains there uh-huh. amazing they're fast on time clean I do know they're like supposed to be like on like if it says hey it's going to be here at nine thirty it's here at like nine thirty oh yeah unlike Philadelphia I mean but they run every four minutes so oh, if you okay. miss it it's like not the end of the it's world not a big deal. it doesn't stop people from running for these trains really like, booking with an umbrella and the, everybody wears exactly the same black suit mm-hmm. to work and they're all running for trains and jamming themselves in do you see that so you see that a lot like the whole running for like businessmen just like yeah. always constantly moving quickly to one one destination to the other running I don't know, whoever who likes their job enough to run not me <laughs> <laughs> my job's lucky enough if i show up all the time i'm like hey guys i'm here thanks yeah. 
But we get on one train, and I don't remember where, what day it was. It was the Yamanote line, which is a line that runs around Tokyo. It runs in a loop. Mm. So you could take it clockwise or counterclockwise. It's like one of the most packed trains. And we were in there for rush hour one time. And, you know, you see these videos online of people getting jammed in and pushed in by the conductors. We were in there when it happened. And it's wild, man. Really? Like, you're just getting shoved around, and no one makes a sound. Everybody's cool with it. The door's closed, and everybody's just jammed in there, like, holding on to their little loop. Because that's their 9 to 5. That's normalized. Yeah, just like, just nah, like, all right, it's happening. Jammed in, and they got their phone next to them, like, right by their face, and they're going through it with their thumb. And, <laughs> now, are, yeah. the, are the trains, like, notably quiet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's so different here where everyone's like shouting half the time yeah. or people playing music really loud. Is that a thing? Like, uh, no, no, nobody. Oh. No, it's absolutely silent. It's amazing. Wow. People. And one of the moves that I saw over there and I learned it because one of the stops we went to, we were taking a train back and my wife was awake, but I was like, I'm gassed. I'm going to take a nap mm-hmm. is to take whatever bag because everybody has a bag with them Yeah, and just put it on your lap and put your head on your lap and then just fall asleep. And people do that. People do it. I was watching people do it. I was picking up tricks all over the place on how to how to navigate this system that they have set up. Wow. That's pretty cool. Did they have a like um on some of the trains like snack carts or anything like that? Or if, is that yeah, more if European you take, thing? No, no. If you take the um Shinkas, Shinkansen, which is the bullet train, mm-hmm. we took that from Tokyo to Osaka. Mm-hmm. And we took it a couple of times. They serve alcohol and food. Okay. Yeah, and, and snacks and stuff like do that. Do they come with a little cart? Or do it you comes go with to a them? cart. Yeah. So little- but if you go on the platform, there's always um, I forget the name of the company, but they have bento boxes. You know what bento boxes yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so little self-contained lunches, and they have hundreds of different bento boxes. You go up and you pick your number, and you say, you know, this is what which one I want. They give it to you. You grab a couple of acais, which I drank a lot of acais. Mm-hmm. You hop on the train, and there's your ride. Not to make this a whole train cast, but how was the uh, the bullet train? It was pretty cool. Was it it notably like you're like, oh wow, I'm going fast, or is it just so smooth that it doesn't even kind of register? Yeah, I mean, you get, you have full. I mean, we we took them during the day, so you were looking out the window, and you're going 200 miles an hour. It's yeah. pretty cool. That's neat. Also, it's the the trains bank on corners, so like if you're going around hills, mm-hmm. you're going pretty fast. Right. It's pretty rad. That's awesome. Yeah, and we got on the way back, we were able to catch uh, Mount Fuji. So when you come from Tokyo going to Osaka, uh, you basically go around the coast of the island and around to Osaka. Mm-hmm. It's the same way on the way back, but on the way there, we were kind of on the wrong side to look at Mount Fuji. So we made sure we were on the proper side, which would be the left side going east. And we were able to see Mount Fuji, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's definitely cool. Yeah. It's uh, The trains are uh, efficient. They're fast. But every day for 14 days, they had a on the screen because they, they have everything descriptive. Everything's on the screen. You can see mm-hmm. human related accident. Ooh. You know what a human related accident is in Japan? I'm going to assume that it's a suicide. It's a suicide. And, and I'm talking about multiple trains. Like it was OK. It was the Yamanote, which is the big train. But then you would hop on. They have a metro. They have a subway like mm-hmm. like the train station in Shinjuku, one of the bigger ones. Uh, has eight lines that run out of it. Like, these are major hubs. Right. It's like, imagine 30th Street Station in Philadelphia, but there's like seven of them. They're along. everywhere. You have no idea how big that city is until you're there and how packed it is. 
So with these human-related incidences, I had read, and I don't know if you had experienced this, that it's so normalized over there that people will get like annoyed or pissed off because it'll delay things a few minutes. Yes. Is that, did you see I mean, I didn't see anybody or? like blowing smoke out of their ears or anything right. like that, but uh, we were looking into it and we found out that um, if you commit suicide on a JR, JR's the Japan Rail, mm-hmm. um, if you commit suicide and cause the trains to be delayed, JR can fine and get compensation from the family that's remaining of the person that dies. Are you serious? Yeah. So they just like find out who you are. They look through your wallet or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, guess what? Your wife owes me money now. Or your mom, your parents. And they're yeah. just like, here you go. Here's a bill. Your I can think of about 20 himself. different ways that you can kill yourself. It's probably more efficient than a train. Wow. It's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It seems like a negative. <laughs> so, let's move away from that. Yeah, really yeah. Let's talk about some positives. All okay. right. Um, one thing is the izakayas. Izakaya, food and drink over there is it's interesting. They don't really have bars in the condition, uh, the traditional sense that we have. Mm-hmm. Like think of, you know, my bar. Like sure, sit down, you order a beer, and you watch TV. Right. We were rarely in a bar that even had a TV. They usually have some music playing. There's always food involved. So if you go to a bar and you're basically going to a restaurant. So we'll say, okay, we're going to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to bring your appetite with you when you're going to drink. Right. So we would go and we would get like yakitori. We ate a lot of yakitori, basically meat on a stick. You gr- either they grill it or you gr- they grill it in front of you. And this is in the bar? This is in the bar. Okay. And they grill it right in front of you. It's on tables. They have a bar set up. Ramen's the same way. There's like a sitting bar and then there's tables and they'll cook for you and you just slam beers while, it's, while the food's going down. And people sit there like businessmen and stuff, just sit there and blab. Another thing about izakayas is that it's illegal to smoke in public in Japan, but people are puffing away in these restaurants. Right. Yeah. So how does that work then? Is it just something where it's like a law, but it's not really like, it, well, it's a thing that if you can do it, you can do it in behind doors, but you can't do it out front. Oh, okay. So you're like, so you're, you're it's illegal to go outside. Do it. Like so if you're smoking like, a cigarette, you walk out with your cigarette, you could get a ticket. But if you're inside the bar or the izakaya restaurant bar, most of them have food. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's people just puffing so cigarettes while somebody's cooking. So it's the opposite of most bars here then. Yeah. You have to go, oh, buddy, yeah, you can't light up here. You got to go out. Right. Wow. Right. <laughs> Interesting. So you walk in here then. It was like was it one of your first times walking in and then it's just like a cloud of smoke then? Yeah, we went into a place like, that was uh, uh, was known for its horse sashimi, which I didn't have there. Mm-hmm. I eventually had it, but um, we went in for gyoza for my wife. And uh, they put us upstairs and we ordered a couple highballs and a couple beers and some gyoza. And there were some teenage kids to it next to us. They, were, I mean, they were drinking, so they were probably 20 years old. That's the drinking age over there. And they were just puffing and they looked like every awkward teenager that's ever smoked a cigarette. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like holding it like, like it's a candy. Like they don't even really, yeah, they don't even know what they're doing (laughs) and they're barely inhaling it. And they're just puffing it all over the place. But one funny thing is we're sitting there and you know, the whole time we're there, I mean, you're obviously foreigners. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a homogenous society. Sure. Everyone. And I don't mean this racially. I mean like dressing everything. Everybody looks the same. Right. And you stick out. Yeah. You stick out like a, like a, you know, like an American spot you a mile away. Yeah. yeah. So we're sitting there and it was a couple was across from us and the woman was African American and the guy, I'm not sure where he was from, mm-hmm. but the woman 
decided she was going to say something to these kids about smoking cigarettes. Oh, geez. And the guy was just like, don't do anything. Don't do anything. Right. And I'm just like watching, like <laughs> drinking my beer, like, oh, God, please don't embarrass us Americans. Please yeah, don't right. Do You're like, not while I'm here, please. Yeah, please. No. It's yeah. their country. Just accept it. <laughs> I'm going to get dragged into this. It's going to be so awkward. Yeah. It sucks that I'm going to smoke. I need to sh- take a shower when I get home because of the cigarettes. But <laughs> yeah. So it's completely normal to smoke while eating there. Huh. Another warning. Another, if you're, if you don't like smoke, cause you're not, you're not a big smoke guy, right? I guess you're no, different. No, no. I, mean, I mean, I used to be, I mean, I don't give a shit if you do smoke, right? but I mean, I used to work in bars when you could smoke. Right. I don't know how people do it now though. No. Like we got home and my eyes were burning and everything. I was just like, how, how did I used to do this? I'm an in and out smoker. I will say, I don't know how people do it when they're eating though. I drinking, I get just because it's a trigger for a lot of people right. too, but like the eating aspect. I guess maybe for me, it's just like a cleanly thing where I'm just like always concerned that ash is going to get in the food yeah. or like, I don't know. Oh, my mother was, she used to smoke cigarettes while she was cooking. Oh. Right. Yeah. See the extra ingredient is yeah, ash. A little, yeah, like a little, little ash in your ash pasta and sauce. Yeah. And your pasta sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's that basil. In oh there. yeah. <laughs> so we drank a lot of acai, which mm-hmm. is like beer. Yeah. And uh, sake. We drank a lot of sake. Was there anything now uh, that you had, we're looking forward to alcohol wise, like in terms of a beer or something that you can't get over here that you like knew about, you know, strong I mean? zero was the one strong thing. Zero was- I mean, I wasn't a big fan of it. My wife was, I was not a big fan of it. Um, but it was something that you were like, I need to try this. Yeah. Cause you can't get it here. Right. Like you can get sochu, which is a form of liquor over here. You can mm-hmm. get sake, you can get their be- uh, brand of beers. But uh, yeah, Strong Zero was the one. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I got some Strong Zero and I didn't like and it. And you're like, nope, not missing <laughs> like, out on anything. It. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, food wise. Okay. So I tried just about everything I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ate a lot of octopus, a lot of squid, a lot of mackerel. It was just on every menu. All right. There are no real vegetables. Really? The term is yasai. What do you mean by real? Like, like you can't really get a plate of vegetables. Like, if you're you want it less salad, you know that Japanese salad that you get with sushi in the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's a thing. It's not a thing. It is not a thing. You can't get like steamed vegetables nope. or anything like that. It's not available. So plan ahead. Huh? Constipation is a thing. It's real over there. And then I, I guess it. So it must be really difficult then if you're a vegetarian too. Oh, it's, a if you're vegeta- uh let's think. Uh, you're kind of screwed if you're vegetarian, vegan. All right. Don't eat pork or don't are, are allergic to shellfish. There are vegan places mm-hmm. and you can go to Seven Eleven. Now you're going to laugh. Seven Eleven, Lawson's and family Mart are three big like convenience stores. Right. They have awesome pre-made meals. Seven Eleven is, is huge over there, right? Yeah. Cause they it's make like awesome pre-made meals. Like every day you get a meal, you can get a meal, you can get liquor, you can get beer, you can get snacks. I got an ATM. They have a machine that sells tickets to shows that everybody at works there is nice. They're not the cleanly cleanliness in the world. Uh, sure. cleanly, cl- cleanest in the world. I did kill a roach while I was there. Are you serious? It's no major, way. Yeah. It's a major city. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I guess yeah. major, more major than any other city I've ever been in. Yeah. It's the major city. Right, it is the major city. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of gross. I mean, they're like Seven Elevens. You know, they're gross. Right, they're like but, nicer Seven Elevens here, but still Seven yeah. Eleven at the end of the Good day. Good food. It's all prepackaged. It's wrapped up, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about it getting in there. But you know, I was like watching, like looking for food, and I looked up and I saw a little buddy crawling across. And being that I've worked in the restaurant business for so long, I was just like, eh. gave it a squish, <laughs> went and washed my hands. I was like, oh, she just killed a roach. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll help you guys out. Here yeah, you don't go. worry about yeah. it. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, 
you're kind of you, you're kind of on an island if you want vegetarian food. Right. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. Oof. What was the one thing that you had food wise that you weren't necessarily looking forward to, but like you tried and you were like, oh wow, this is good. Like, was there anything like that? Uh, we had ramen at a place. We lucked out our both of our hotels. Um, the first hotel in Shinjuku and our hotel in Shibuya. Mm-hmm. Um, we had really good ramen places like right across the street. And the one ramen place used a fish flying fish stock for their for their ramen. Mm-hmm. Most of it is daishi. Daishi is uh, or dashi is it's like a kelp and um, salmon. I think it's salmon. Okay, based soup stock. Mm. This one used flying fish, so it was a little bit different. It tasted a little bit different. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was totally different than it was a little bit smokier than what I was used to, but um, hey, props to my wife. She tried everything, dude. Yeah, like a lot of times I didn't tell her what was what it was. I was like, here, I would taste it first, and I'd be like, you like this, and I would taste something else. I'd be like, nah, it's a little. She's a texture person. Sure, it doesn't have to do with what it is. It's texture. She tried the horse sashimi. We had horse sashimi. She tried it. That's cool. She wouldn't eat the octopus. Though. I know not everybody, especially when people who like to travel are not necessarily adventurous when it comes to food or doing that sort of thing. It's, it, I feel like it's hard because you're definitely like a food person where you're like, yeah, I'll try everything. Or yeah. you're like, no, I That's strange to me. I'm not into that. So it is like awesome that she was willing to kind of go through the motions. Yeah. She did a great, she, she was great. She was fantastic. The whole trip. That's cool. Uh, I eat onigiri almost every morning though. They don't do breakfast really. No. Like if you're in your hotel, they'll have like a breakfast buffet, mm-hmm. which is just Western breakfast, omelets, bacon, you know, potatoes, right? Stuff like where you're like, I'm like, yeah, I can get this at Denny's. Yeah, exactly, the fuck do I, need yeah. I can get it probably better at Denny's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would go to the Seven Eleven or the Family Mart and just grab an onigiri. And guess, she would eat egg salad sandwiches like it was going out of style. Really? Yeah, that was her go-to. Egg salad sandwiches. Yeah, it's apparently it's a big thing. Hmm. I, I could get the breakfast thing though. I know because a lot of people are rushing in the morning. They don't yeah. have time to they kind suck of down. Like, they suck down soba to cold soba noodles. That's what they eat. Mm. See, I'm a big breakfast guy. I love breakfast. Yeah, so do I. Oof. So well, when you were going in these restaurants though, uh, obviously you stick out. You're an American. Of course. Uh, are they, would you say that they were overall friendly to you when you came in or was there any sort of kind of resistance in? No. Um, Okay, I'll talk about Golden Guy. Golden Guy is this bar area in Shinjuku. All right, let me preface this. Sure. When we went, when we booked a trip, like I don't follow sports mm-hmm. in particular. I don't give a shit about. Excuse me, kids. I don't give a crap about sports. Sure. I'm not a sports guy. Yeah, it's not for everyone. No. Apparently, it was a rugby World Cup over there. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I kind of already know where this is going. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So every single British Commonwealth person was over there Mm -hmm. and no offense to the British Commonwealth people. You're fantastic people, but they like to get drunk. Yeah. That's part of their culture. Sloppy drunk, right? Like angry, sloppy, yelly drunk, which is cool. I'm sure it's fine. Like I like to get yelly, angry, sloppy drunk. Well, maybe not angry, but sloppy drunk in my own environment. Right. Yeah. Time and a place sort of thing. So in general, in this place called golden guy, you had people that were, had been probably drinking all afternoon. Mm. And now we would go, these bars wouldn't open up until 8 o'clock, and we're on a weird, you know, we just got here schedule. We're not staying up past 10 o'clock anyway. So we're wandering around, and there's plenty of places. I know this is notorious with Golden Guys that they don't let foreigners in a lot of these places. Really? Members only. 
Oh, okay. Is that yeah, what, is it that says what they say? It says members, members only, only on the door. And members or, only. Is- yeah, it'll say no tourists, no photo taking, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I could see why they were like that. All right. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this fucking guy. Yeah. But we did find a place. It was really cute. These izakayas in this golden guy. It's this tiny little area. It's been around forever. It's these small alleyways where you go into these little izakayas that are maybe five seat, five seats. Mm-hmm. Usually have a cover. So the cover is like, I don't know, eight yen. So it's like $7 or something. Okay. No, no, no. We'll just say like a dollar for every hundred yen. Okay. So it's 800 yen. So it's like eight bucks or mm-hmm. whatever, a thousand yen, 10 bucks. But usually you give them the 10 bucks. It's like, oh, it's the cover. And they keep a bill for you. And it's just added at the end. And they always give you like a little meal, which is a thing over there with these izakayas. So the one day we had like a chanko, which is like a stew okay, with meatballs in it. And we went in there and we sat down. And the guy working was awesome. He was from, I forget where he was from, Nagoya maybe. And uh, there was another American couple that were, fr- they were sitting, they were from California. They were starting to get a little too sauced up for me to deal with them. Right. But, um, you're like, okay, Americans. <laughs> That's one thing about, about uh, Tokyo in general. Tokyo is a great town. It's really cool. It's fun to like get in there and check it out and wander around and see how different it is and how everything, especially the architecture is completely different. And I was obsessed with the advertising and the neon signs, but it's definitely metropolitan and cosmopolitan. Okay. So what do you mean by that? Like it's people from everywhere. Okay. Okay. You know, just some big universities, a lot of, a lot of, uh, um, foreign exchange students and stuff like that. When we went to Osaka, like I barely saw anybody that looked like me mm-hmm. and I was more into that than I was into Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You're getting more of, you know what I mean? Like the... it's more immersive. Sure. Yeah. That's, I didn't want to hear anybody speaking English unless they initially spoke another language. And then we just so happened to speak English. Together. Right. Cause I can imagine too, when you're in a situation like an intimate setting, like you're talking about and it's like an American couple as well. And you're like, cool. I mean, listen, they were very sweet. They sure. were, they were nice people, but they started getting drunk and it's like, they're just like any other drunk person that speaks the same language of you. You start going like, Oh God, I don't want to listen. I don't want to talk to this person. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you were like trying to be respectful and you're trying to, she just started like <sighs> repeating the same question over and over again to the bartender and the bartender is just like, who like, you know, it's, he speaks Japanese. Right. So he speaks a little bit of English and he's just like, you can tell he's starting to get a little annoyed, but yeah. he's being nice. And then you get that like kind of secondhand embarrassment and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not God, like this. Don't, idea. don't judge me. Don't talk to me like that. So I wouldn't talk to him unless I spoke in Japanese. Oh, okay. So I was just popping up my phone and looking for stuff to ask him questions about and just like translate wise, Mm -hmm. just like looking through things. So that brings an interesting point up. So like, uh, in terms of language barrier, did you run into any sort of complications with the fact that, you know, you obviously are a native English speaker and you do know some Japanese, but you're not fluent or anything. I got enough, I have enough Japanese that I get by. I could get by. Okay. Right. And, um, I pronounce Japanese well enough that I sound like a foreigner speaking Japanese, but at the same time that I'm not completely losing people. I did have a hard time ordering beers though. Really? Yes. All things. I couldn't get down how to order one beer. And I wanted to do it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And it's biru, which is easy to say. Biru, biru. Biru. But I wanted to say, one beer, please. And every time I said it, they would just lo- people would just look at me like I was fucking crazy. And I was just like, what am I doing wrong? Now I could say, biru ni hai kudasai, which means two beers, please. Oh, yeah. 
two beers. Hi, yeah. hi, hi, hi. And they would go off and give me two beers. Okay. But I couldn't figure out how to say one beer, please. So I started going, Biru, Biru, Kudasai, and just giving them the one cent finger. All right. I was completely baffled that I couldn't figure out how to say one beer, please. Did you figure it out or no? You no, I never on. figured it out. I think it's e pie, <laughs> but I'm not sure. So you would always have to order two and then be like, no, just actually. I mean, she, one. you know, we were, sure. we weren't, we weren't racing. So it was like, okay, we'll just get two. Mm-hmm. But then I was, I was stuck on this thing. Like in Japanese culture, you're supposed to finish your meal. You're never supposed to order more food than I kind of wanted to like fit in. But at the same time, like I'm obviously a foreigner, but I wanted to do things the way Japanese people did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So if you order food, you only order what you can eat. You don't over order. Right. So, a lot of times I'd have to finish my wife's meals because she does, she's a small eater. Mm-hmm. She only eats a certain sure. amount. And we would order two bowls of ramen and then I'd have to finish her ramen. So a lot of times I was just like, well, God, I got I to gotta plan ahead. I'm, I'm eating for 1.5. Right. <laughs> now, is that acceptable over there to eat the other person's? Because I know some. Yeah, it's fine. You, okay. As long as you don't reach into somebody's uh, dish. Okay. So if she's not done her meal and I want to finish it, I just she just hands me her bowl, I hand her, her my bowl, and then I just finish it off. Okay. I just eat a lot of noodles, man. <laughs> Did you go to the uh, like uh, what are the the conveyor belt like all you can eat? We were going to go there. Um, there was a place in um, Shibuya that we were eyeballing, but when we went, it was like jam packed. Yeah. A lot of those places get very jam packed at like dinner, obviously at dinner time. All right, it makes sense. We figured out a schedule where we were. Um, we did. Um, we figured out a schedule where we were could get in there. You just had to get in there before the businessmen get off work. Mm-hmm. So you had to eat like if a place opened at six, you had to be there at six o'clock, right? Or else dudes were coming in in, in their white shirts and black pants and black ties and just jamming the place up. Which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's you know whatever. That's what it's like. But you were yeah, just- we were <laughs> kind of like pacing and waiting in line and then just going like quick, quick, yeah, finding a place. Up. Yeah, let's go. A lot of times we had to wander around. My my wife was she would be adventurous but at the same time like she, i would have to i i couldn't be too crazy mm-hmm. like there's some stuff she just wouldn't need so we'd have to wander around these areas with and it's all bars and restaurants for like miles you know oh, and we'd have to wander around and look for a place that would have something that she would eat you know what i mean so a lot, of, a lot of times we popped in some places that weren't necessarily the coolest but did the menus have pictures right in a lot yes, of places a lot of places okay. a lot of places didn't i mean some places had an english menu if they knew you were spoke English, they would just ask English menu and you'd mm-hmm. be like, sure. And they would just bring out an English menu. Yeah. It's a lot easier. I wanted to be like, you know, I'll take this, 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 and this. Right. I have no idea what it is. Bring it out. We'll see what happens. Well, let's try it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was great though, man. I'll give her some more credit. She's yeah. yeah she no, did a great awesome. job. Uh, so when we were in Shinjuku, we took a day and we went to the Ghibli museum. Okay. Which was awesome. Yeah. I highly recommend that. Anybody that's going to going to Tokyo. It's a train ride out. You have to pay ahead of time and get your tickets. And that was rad. Got a lot of good pictures in there. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. We went to Ichiran, which apparently has a place in New York. It's a, uh, you order your ramen Mm -hmm. and then you sit down and you're in front of like a shutter and then hands come out and serve you the food and the beer and everything like that. See, that seems like, that's like my paradise. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, you know, like, like study hall. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. and you don't have to be embarrassed or anything if you get something weird. Oh, I definitely got something weird. I, yeah. I hit the I hit one thing and another thing. I was like, why am I paying this much? And then I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for my beer comes out and I'm sitting there waiting for my food. And then this girl comes out and she's like, Arigatogozaimasu. And she hands me this bag. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And I look at Tina. I was like, did I win something? I look yeah. and I had ordered a take-home box of ramen. 
oh wow <laughs> it's just like all right sweet i was like oh, okay so you just see the hands though right yeah except for with the ta- takeout box oh, of ramen well, they came out sense. and had a whole presentation yeah. and everything i was just like Whoa. i thought i was like the one millionth customer yeah <laughs> you thought you were special they were probably like this dude's ordering takeout for some reason i definitely had a look on my face like i was like right, i don't yeah. know what's going on <laughs> also we went to robot restaurant how was that? Uh, holy shit. That was amazing. Yeah. So you go in there. First of all, the whole thing's so gaudy and so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You walk in. You had to buy the tickets ahead of time. I don't remember how much they were. It wasn't cheap. But you could buy a package with like food and drinks, but apparently the food's terrible. So you get in there, and we signed up for the one with the lounge show. So you go in, and it's this giant silver room with mirrors and lights. Okay. You're at a table, like a high-top table in a bar. There's a band in robot suits playing just like slow music. You know what I mean? There's a bar over there. Like a little jazzy sort of. Yeah. Okay. Then this dude comes out. He's got to be in his 60s. He's got a blonde wig on like Rod Stewart. If Mm -hmm. you know what Rod Stewart's hair looks like. He's got, but he's got the white glove on. So he's got a Michael Jackson thing going on. Okay. He comes out shrieking. (laughs) I didn't stop laughing from the moment that started. From the moment I saw robots playing guitars, yeah. playing like a robot band, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is the cantina scene <laughs> from Star Wars. Yeah, right. Then there's like these uh, sexy dance babes come out and they got a whole routine. And this is a 30 minute set. Right. And like, this is the lounge. And he's screaming, like, thank you, good night. Wow. And then they're like, okay, everybody head towards the stairs. We're going to go to the main show. So you go downstairs. Oh, so that was, so that was just the, like okay. warm up. <laughs> right. So you go downstairs and they put you in these like almost like cells. They're, it's this arena style. So it's like seats on one side, seats mm-hmm. on the other, and like a runway through the middle with curtains on either side. Okay. And you sit down and they come out with, uh, you know, you can buy beers and stuff like that. They have two intermissions. They have three intermissions. And they come out and these robots and they have robot battles and their songs. And it was so cool. That sounds awesome. It was so like, you couldn't like that. You couldn't imagine doing this, like coming up with this idea. It sounds like a cooler version of, uh, medieval times. Yes. Yes. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's a way cooler version. (laughs) Right. Okay. Probably with the same shitty food. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just, I, I was slamming beer. She was drinking wine and we were just like, Having a blast. I laugh. I didn't stop laughing from the moment it started. That sounds awesome. And it's not like laughing at. I was laughing because I was having fun. Right. It was yeah, so sure. much, so ridiculous. Well, and know. you're in there with these weird, like white people. Everybody in there is like a white person. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. It's like how many full on tourist trap. Right. Yeah. And I, I knew that going in. But I like. Okay, so like you got to balance say, it out. Your, though, right? Here's your free gift, and they handed us pens, robot restaurant pens. Mm-hmm. I was hype. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I heard a guy behind me. He was like, that's the free gift. <laughs> I've, oh my God. I felt like slapping him in the face. Like, Don't you understand? Yeah, right. We are going to go watch robots battle. <laughs> yeah. It was fun, man. That was big. Yeah. It was, we did all that. And that was before we even got to Osaka. And that was Osaka. Osaka was great. We, uh, we showed up, we got in our hotel. Uh, we went to Nara, mm-hmm. which is where the bow, bowing deer are. The bowing deer. Yes. So you go, it's in a Buddhist, uh, I believe it's Buddhist temple area, a bunch of Buddhist temples. And you go up and they sell cookies. Okay. I forgot how much it was. It was like 500 yen. You get a batch of these cookies and deer come up to you and bow to you and you give them a cookie. They bow? They bow. <laughs> and they want to eat others. Some girl was trying to sell, uh, like feed them Pocky. They mm-hmm. wouldn't eat the Pocky. They were like, 
they're they're bougie cook- deer. Yeah, well, they're like probably, the they're, well, they're obviously well trained. Yeah, bowing, they bowing bow. deer. Wow, Kyoto was amazing too. We went to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. We went twice to Kyoto. Uh, so many shrines, beautiful, old. We were there. Uh, it was pouring rain. We didn't care. Yeah, no, yeah, that's we awesome. We were just there, just getting soaked. That adds to it. I feel like yeah. if anything, yeah. Yeah, we went there, and uh, uh, we also went there for a. There's this big, big shrine. It's called Fushimi Inari. So it's on a mountain. Okay. So you climb through these all these stairs, and it's like, I forget how many steps we did. I think our phone told us we did 25,000 steps or something that day. And you go through these tori. You know what tori are? No. What are tori? Okay, so it's like uh, the classic Japanese archway. It's red. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's two pillars, and it's like a red archway, and it has writing on it, which apparently it's inscribed by monks, and it has mm-hmm. prayers and stuff like that on it. So you just walk and just keep walking up and down hills and everything and get to the top of the mountain. It's like, oh, I made it. Right. And you head back down again. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then we went to a parade that was happening that day. It was a parade of ages, I think it was called. Was that and something that was planned? Or did yeah. You, okay. Well, we, we just so happened to be there during the, uh, the coronation of the new emperor. We didn't do that. We weren't planned on that. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the Tuesday. It was a Tuesday we were there and we went to Osaka on Wednesday. So I don't know if this was coordinating with the same thing right so you may have just happened on like a once in a lifetime sort of thing possibly potentially yeah. Yeah. like i was watching it on the news it happened really early the coronation because mm-hmm. i watched a lot of japanese tv right uh, of course i did yeah they only have like six channels so not to get into the whole thing about japanese tv but uh was it notably different like is there more oh yeah yeah i was i loved it like there was nothing on there i didn't want like i didn't skip through it well there was a couple things i skipped through but a lot of it was like they have a format so it's like usually a couple people they talk about topics. Mm-hmm. The topics are on the main screen in like the top corner. One top corner always has the time on it. And the other top corner has the host's face in a circle or square and their reactions to what's going on on the screen. Really? And we were like, why? Yeah. Like, when did this become like the standard in Japanese television to watch the host's reaction? That's interesting. Yeah, it was strange. I mean, I guess we kind of have that here with like some of the game shows, like the Masked Singer and stuff like that, where they got you know the panel of judges and they have them. I've never seen any of those. So not like that though. Somewhat, I guess it's hard to say. Like, are you talking about like game shows or no? These would just be like. just like yeah, they'd be talking of, about like uh, you know two old people are in love, and you know they're talking about how long they've been together, and they were talking about one show was about garlic. Like there's, it's just every single topic, and it's always this similar format. Interesting. Yeah, so, I didn't see. Yeah. Any, I didn't catch any game shows while I was there. I was looking for them, but I didn't see them. They right. might have been on like nine o'clock on a Friday, so sure. I was out. You know what I mean? Like those bombastic game shows right. that you hear about. That yeah, I don't. Even I didn't know see any of those. Thing. Okay, I saw a couple. Of, there was one show I watched a lot of uh, Nippon Television. It was the one that came in the best. Mm-hmm. Like, so there was a couple of things that were like. Uh, some kid came in and he liked wrestling. So he was like wrestling some dude and like the host and the host was like <laughs> taking pinfalls and bumps and stuff for him, which was pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And of course, uh, what was the show I sent you? The one oh, we hate. Oh, what the, yeah. You said that was like the first thing. You oh, like uh, stand, stand alone. Stand, yeah. What's it called? Stand by me. Yeah. I forget what it's called. One that, of the shows we didn't select was on that horrible one with the woman who, uh, with tw- 20 dudes. 20 that all dudes. The same. Yeah. And the woman has an immunity to drugs. Immunity to drugs, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she works for the pharmaceutical department. Yeah, I was, I was, I was howling. I will say, I, I don't laugh a lot, but <laughs> I will say, like, yeah, 
that was uh of course was of all the shows and you that were, dragon ball gt is on you were like hey check this out and i was like wow <laughs> you're really immersing yourself in the full <laughs> japanese experience <laughs> so that must have been cool though to be like in the middle of the day turn on because that was earlier too like wasn't that like 11 a.m or something like that i feel like yeah saturday afternoons it's uh all the animates on at night and mm-hmm. in saturday afternoon that's pretty cool so it's like the kids stuff is on saturday or the most of the shonen stuff and that show. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's real popular over there. All right. Shibuya. So I went to Shibuya was our last end of the state. Do you know anything about Shibuya? No. It's the home of the largest intersection, most populous intersection in the planet. Okay. Where hundreds of thousands of people cross this intersection. I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. You have no idea what Pact is like. Like you think you've seen Pact. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's mind blowing. Like Just it's almost terrifying. How many the people. amount of people. It's insane. And you got a bunch of people that are like trying to do like selfies. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that there was a lot of vloggers there. Oh. A lot of vlogging going yeah. on. We were just like, look at the <laughs> vlogger over here. Like, I'm here in Shibuya. And here you could see that I've got a, a selfie stick and there's millions of people around me. And you're just like, oh, God. that was my British accent, by the way. That was pretty good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this once we get to Shibuya is when the stress of travel started to kick in for us, though. Is it because of the amount of people that I were? I think just that there? was part of it. Like we, you well, know, where 14, is this in your in your trip? Then this is the back end. Okay, so we'd already so, been there for ten days. Okay, and we started to like show some cracks. Right, you get bombarded with a lot. Little small rooms, mm-hmm. a lot of people. We're on top of each other all the time, constantly traveling. Uh, it was it was it started to get a little tough. Right. Like we, we started to get hit the bump. So it was like, maybe we should have just gone for 10 days instead mm-hmm. of 14 days. And mind you, this is our first trip out of the country. Right. And then we went to a place where the language is completely different. The food's completely different. The time zone's completely different. It can be draining. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We were just exhausted by this mm-hmm. point. So we started to crack a little bit. At the and scenes. you guys didn't have, uh, too many days planned where you just like did nothing or like, no, I think we should have done that in the front end of our trip. Right. We should have done nothing on the front end, nothing on the back end to like acclimate yourself yes. a little bit better. Uh, the last day we actually, I'm trying to think of the time frame. No, no, no. So we got the Shibuya and we went to Akihabara, mm-hmm. which is the neighborhood with the Otako neighborhood where right. all the nerds are. Yes. That was the place where I saw the most like American nerds. Really? Yeah. There was a good 25% of the people in, in, Akihabara were just Americans walking around all nerded out. Going arcades and stuff like that. Uh, it was mostly like, uh, from what I went into, is I didn't really go into any arcades. Mm-hmm. Most of the arcades are just like crane machines and shit. Really? Yeah. So make the most money. Yeah. yeah and I went into a pachinko machine. You know what pachinko is? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's basically a slot machine. It's like a game version of a slot machine. They let you smoke in them. So I went in. I couldn't figure out how to play them. Mm-hmm. And it just was people sucking down cigarettes and pumping yen into these machines. Right. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's so loud. Really? <laughs> it's insane. It's not a game. Because they're like slot machines, right? Yeah. Like you were saying. That's pretty so much what like, they are. Right. So like some of those slot machines are like very loud. And there's a couple reasons for it. But like if you're not prepared for it. Oh, it was just like cacophonous. Yeah. It was just like various. Because uh, uh, they had a couple that was like they had a Madoka Magica machine. And they okay. had a bunch of Fist of the North Star machines. So I was kind of like, oh, maybe I'll check this out. And then we finally went in when we were in Osaka. And I was just like, uh, this is too much. This right. is like insanity. So we that, were kind of laughing, but right. at the same and time, you're, you're kind of like, 
I can't sit near. I might go deaf. All right. So that brings up a good point, right? So do you find that when you were over there that, because naturally as Americans, especially me who has never been over there, did you find that anime is as big of an influence on things as uh, you kind of perceived it to be before you went? Like, is it like sort of all over the place? Like you kind of run into products and things like that or... One of the things that we realized and we talked about it when we were over there is that uh, Tokyo in particular is everything is sales. Everything Mm -hmm. is capitalism. There is advertisements for everything on the radio on. uh, I haven't even talked about Don Quixote yet. They like it's you are constantly bombarded with advertising no matter where you go. Restaurants, shopping district. It, there's malls everywhere. Every place has a mall in it. Wow. Six floors of just shopping. There is no way to escape commercialism. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Capitalism nonstop. So sometimes you would see stuff um, that was for anime. Right. Uh, one of the things that I, I, besides that point, that I think a lot of people don't realize is that American television doesn't have, they used to have, songs made specifically for them. Right. Artists would perform certain songs. Yeah. If you think of the 10 anime that you're watching right now, mm-hmm. how many of those shows have an original song? If not just one original song, two original songs. Yeah. So if we're watching, what are we watching? 12 anime. Right. So, so multiply so. that. That's 24 songs. Yeah. And then some of them are two, two cores. So the back end has two new songs. Right. Vinland saga is an example what an improvement, by the way, those two new songs in Vidalit <laughs> yeah. Saga. But these songs become commercial hits, too. Okay. Like, I was sitting in a restaurant. We're sitting there, and I start singing along, and I'm like, holy shit, it's the Fire Force song is on the radio here. That's so cool. A lot of places I went into, restaurants, Izakayas and stuff, mm. I was attracted. I would hear what was playing, like, because they'll have a speaker outside playing their music, or you'll hear it through the door, and I'd be like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, like a couple of them were like Japanese pop punk. Right. Not much, not much American music. Uh, there was a place that played the Beatles. Um, it seems like the Beatles, Michael Jackson and Queen were big over there when it comes to like uh, Western music. I shouldn't say American Western music. So really, yeah, like really big worldwide. Yes. Yeah. Acts. Like the huge acts. Like right. they did a whole Michael Jackson skit during robot restaurant. I guess I don't know about all that little kid stuff. You know, it's this accusations like, against him. It's still a big deal yeah, over here. Like we we don't really talk about him too much no, over no, here no. anymore. Yeah, nobody really idol worships him anymore. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I'm not touching that. Yeah, but I think there's definitely like yeah, there's a there's more than just a. I think it's less niche over there. I think okay. it's more accepted. Mm. Anime is like a a cultural influence. It's just a thing over there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not really yeah. like, yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, we we went to Akia Bar and uh, I ended up in the hentai section at one point and got dragged out. <laughs> yeah, I, we walked because we were just wandering around. You know, we went to the big store whose name escapes me. I apologize; it's not my notes. I'm still sleepless. Mm-hmm. And um, we walked in and we went to. I think it was like the fourth floor. We walked in. And I was like, all right, let's go over here. It was like a cordoned off place. And we walked yeah, in. Yeah. And I was like. Ah, I pointed over to that. My wife looks over and she goes, uh, uh-uh. uh, and I'm like, come on, let's go take a look around. She's like, no way. And pulled me out. It was just a girl with boobs with cum all over them. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, okay. She was like, nope. Oh, at, least, we're leaving. at least there was yeah. no warning. The only warning was that it was cordoned off. It was like, yeah, yeah. you couldn't look through a window. And naturally as a being a curious person, human being, like, yeah, let's see what's going oh, on over yeah, here. What's huh? this? Oh, yeah. oh well, there's some okay. boobs. <laughs> Cool. Let's go check it out. No, get yeah, out. Yeah. Cause trust me, you were getting a gift from there. If that was right, the case. Yeah. 
So um, the one day we went to Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. this is the same day we were in Akihabara. We basically just wandered around and hit as much stuff as we could like every day that was in the basic area. Because I had gotten ticket. Uh, sorry, I'm going to say my wife's name. My wife uh, purchased uh, Kawaii Monster Cafe tickets. Oh, okay. Do you know what this is? No. Okay, so it's basically these, this cafe, and they mm-hmm. serve drinks. Most of them are sweet. Okay. And it's ridiculously over the top, and uh, like uh, decorated with cute monsters. Okay. And you got tickets for it, but then I had also, I was waiting to buy pro wrestling tickets until I got there, mm-hmm. just because I wanted to contact them. I wanted to go to Cork and Hall. I wanted to figure out what our schedule was. And I ended up contacting a wrestler who was having her retirement, or not retirement, it was her 20th anniversary. So I contacted her through Twitter. And she's like, oh, I can, you know, this is how the tickets are and everything like that. And I was like, okay, reservation. So we got a reservation yeah. to a show the same day as the Kauai Monster Cafe. Uh, so I was like, oh, damn it. And she's like, I already got the tickets. I was like, well, I'll pay for them and I'll pay for these tickets and I'll make up for it. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. I didn't really want to go. And I was like, I didn't really want to go either. <laughs> so we, we ended up going to Cork and Hall, which is this like big place. It's mm-hmm. memorable. It's a big thing in pro wrestling. So we went and saw some uh, YMZ. Pro wrestling. How, how was that? Not to get into a whole wrestling. No, podcast, it was fun. I, yeah. It was fun. It was an anniversary party. It's more comedy based. Right. It was a lot of women, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, Joshi wrestling, women's mm-hmm. wrestling in Japan, and uh, they had a. Uh, at the end of it, they had a big match, and then they had a Halloween because it was near Halloween. Mm-hmm. They did this big Halloween mass uh, match where everybody was wearing costumes, <laughs> and then uh, they played. Uh, 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 what's the chair game? Um, Shit! How come I can't think of it? The uh, I don't know the chair. There's four people walking around in a circle, and there's three chairs, and then boom. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank too. Right, yeah, where they, they sing the song, and then uh, musical chairs, musical chairs. Yeah, okay. so they play yeah, musical yeah, yeah. chairs. They had them all like there was 40 people, and they all ran for these five chairs. Awesome. They played musical chairs, and they played uh, red light, green light. And they played all these word games that are specific to Japan. It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Were they similar in tone to like a house show here in the U.S. for something like that, or was it? Yeah, like, yeah. It, was, okay. it wasn't serious business at all. Right. It wasn't like there was a title on the line or anything. Sure, like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A little more intimate. And I knew that that would be because because I was also contemplating going to New Japan, mm-hmm. but. Because I wanted to go to Cork and Hall while I was there. Right. And I was going to go to New Japan, but I decided I was like, this is going to be more fun and she'll be more into this. Mm-hmm. She might be into the sexy dudes in New Japan, but at least this is like fun. It's like we laughed a lot, drank a lot of beer, and it was fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Did you get to meet anybody that you wanted to, or did they just kind of leave? And uh, no, no, no. They have the whole meet and greet. I'm not that meet and greet guy, though. Yeah. 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 No, I saw Hana Kimura. And if you guys know who Hana Kimura is at home, if you watch wrestling, she's absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was going to go up and say, hey, I saw you in New York, you know, right. and I saw uh, Emmy Sakura. She was there. She was just hanging out, and that was cool. But, yeah, we were kind of like, eh, let's get out of here and get something to eat. Yeah, sure. So then we went to Team Lab Planets. I still got lots of stuff to talk about. No, I'm into it. I'm not I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You actually have me uh, imprisoned here on this chair. I should note he shackled me to the chair. Yeah, so you have to listen to me yeah, talk I about it. Yeah. So we went to Team Lab Planets, which is in Kota City, which is this area that's um, – it's a lot of like expo centers and stuff. It's mm-hmm. very futuristic. The whole area is futuristic. So we we took the train in the morning. We went to we had to be there at 10 a.m. We went to uh, Team Lab Planets, which is this immersive exhibition where you have to take your shoes off because you walk through water. Okay. It was pretty cool, man. All right. And it was all laser projections, and it was all run by computers, but it responds. It's not run on a loop. It responds to its interaction with other people. With the people that are in the exhibit. So it's like an amusement park ride? I'm kind of like... Sort of. Imagine like a haunted house kind of thing where you walk through it, but obviously not spooky. Sure. 
So it's like a one room was all lights. Oh, okay. Another room it. was uh, you walk through water. The coolest room I thought was you walk through water and there was these koi fish swimming through. And then when they touched you, the koi fish, there were projections. When they touch you, they turn into flowers. What? Oh, it was wild. That and then they, so like, cool. they ended up turning into this. Like You basically spent about 15 minutes in each room to get the full experience. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That sounds so, awesome. Yeah, we did that. And then we hopped on the train and went through that area. And then we stopped at Diver City. Diver City is the home of the giant unicorn Gundam. Okay. So we went and saw the giant unicorn Gundam. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got a gift for you, Frank. I'm going to do it on the air. Oh, I brought you a souvenir. I noticed that you don't have anything on your... Ah, on your refrigerator. Okay. So I got you a sweet <laughs> Gundam so cool. you. directly from Diver City. Awesome. It's authentic. Well, thank you. Yeah, no I worries. appreciate no, it. Go stick it on your, on your uh, I got refrigerator. It. I, but it's going to cause all this noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we went there and uh, we didn't stick around for the Gundam to make noise. It makes it, noise? Yeah, because we were kind of tight on time and we were trying to do a bunch of things. And that day it was near the end of our trip. It's actually really cool. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Um, I, the whole reason I got this is because I noticed she didn't have anything yeah, in her refrigerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a big refrigerator magnet person. Are you really? I got myself two while I was over there. So do you have a lot of magnets? I on do your have fridge? a lot Not of magnets. <laughs> I have a magnet of myself <laughs> on in uh, gladiator armor. What? <laughs> yes, I have all kinds of magnets. <laughs> so then after that, okay, so we went to see Uniform Gundam, uh, Unicorn Gundam. Check that out. It was very impressive live, like to see it in person. Right. Just the details in the stickers and everything. It looked like a giant gunplot model. Right. It was pretty cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So then we hopped back on the train. Oh, also we went and saw the, uh, there's like a replica of like the Statue of Liberty there. Like it's a little Statue of Liberty okay. in Diver City, which is like, okay. Neat. To there's also a love, love statue, <laughs> love sculpture, which is a Philly thing. Did you take a picture in front of any no. of that? That would have been. No, we were kind of like walking around and we were just like, oh, you want to get closer? Like, Especially I, I saw the real one. What yeah. do I do? It's a little one. You're like, cool. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, that's cool. That's it. Yeah. So we hopped back on the train and then we took it to uh, Tsukiji Market. Do you know what Tsukiji Market is? No, what is it? So it's the, it's the place where they trade fish and it's the most expensive, like the most expensive, freshest fish on the planet is like tuna in particular. Mm-hmm is bought and sold there. Okay. So it's like a fish stock market almost? Yes. Okay, cool. That happens early in the morning. So it's that's the inner market. You have to get like, like you know, we got to pay money to get in. And it's uh, very exclusive. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Anthony Bourdain was allowed in there. You know what I mean? Like sure, That's like the caliber of people. Jim yeah. from Philly was not allowed to be in there. <laughs> right, yeah. So we ended up staying at the, going to the outer market. So we um, quick zip down there. We got a um, tuna bowl. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a thousand yen or twelve hundred yen or whatever. It was twelve bucks. You get a bowl. They cut the sushi. They cut the fish right in front Whoa. of you. It was melt in your mouth. Freshest fish I've ever had in my life. We just sat there and ate that out of a bowl. That's awesome. So we took a trip all the way up there just yeah. to do that, which was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. That was really the only like uh, sushi or fish that I had was was in there. That's a that's a thing that people think that like Japanese people just suck down raw fish all the mm-hmm. time. That's not really. They eat ramen. They eat katsu, which is like fried chicken, fried pork, right. or a karage, which is also fried chicken. Um, yakitori, soba. They, they like nobody. I mean, it's sushi is still sushi, right? Yeah, it's still kind of treated the same way. It's not like an everyday thing that you eat all the time. My wife told me over there. She's like, uh, "Yeah, some guy I work with. I told him I was going to Japan, and he was like." 
have fun eating raw food. It's like, and she was just like, eh, all right, buddy, I'm Wait, not going to argue with you. Did you eat at any of the chains or anything like that? Just to see if Ichiran there was Ichiran was the only. Oh, okay. oh, you mean like, yeah, uh, like KFC? Yeah. No, I didn't. I looked at the menu, though, to see if it was like that right. different. And I was just like, eh. yeah. And Shibuya, they had a spooky, uh, spooky Burger King, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had the black one. Yeah, right? it was yeah. all decked out yeah. and spooky. <laughs> we didn't go in, though. No. That didn't look like anybody was going in. I don't nah. know how these places stay open. I heard that that turns your poop black too. Does it really? The black yeah, burger the dye is like that's it's like a big thing. I mean, it makes sense. You can't it turn black or it. green. I've I've I consumed black things and made my poop green. Maybe that's what it is. Oh. I know it changes colors though. Ugh. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> then we went to uh, Asakusa, which is the place where Sarah's Ami was based in. Okay. Uh, Reference to people that listened to our show yeah. back in spring. Which was cool. We wandered around there. It's, Did you see any of the stuff? Because I know you were big on Stand By Me. And yes. Is, yeah. I was singing it in my head the whole time we were there. I saw the bridge, everything. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I did That's it. Cool. I was like, I just want to check out this bridge before you leave. Because Tina, I'm sorry, I almost said her name again. Uh, my wife was starting to get a little gassed. Yeah. So, were you yeah. like, I need to do this, though? Yeah, I had now to look you're... for Kappas. Yeah, we wandered around. We went down to the river. I didn't go into deep in there where like Kappaville mm-hmm. is, where they have all the Kappa statues, because it was kind of a walk from where we were. Sure, yeah. And you're starting to get gassed. And then we had to go back to Shibuya, which is a nightmare. So, yeah. But you didn't stay there, right? That was just like a train trip? No, nah, that or... was one day. We just mm-hmm. did a trip. We did so many stops. Like near the back end of our trip, we just started to... We had our, our little breakdown when we were a little overwhelmed by sure. Shibuya. And yeah. then we just gathered our energy and got over it and just tried to do as much as we could. That's cool. So Halloween came around and our plan early was... That was our last day, mm-hmm. full day in town. Halloween came around. We were staying in Shibuya. It's the biggest Halloween party in the, on the planet. So they were talking about there was she, she belongs to some group online, and they were talking about maybe it was going to be canceled because the police were like cracking down on. Because I guess last year people acted the fool, right. like flipped a car or something like that. What? So we were thinking maybe we we're going to go to Shinjuku and go check that out, which is what we ended up doing. But um, that morning we planned on getting up early and going to Hakone. Hakone is at the base of Mount Fuji. We planned on going there earlier, but because of the um, typhoon, they had issues because it's lowlands on the bottom of a mountain. So they ended up getting flooded out and stuff like that. There was a lot of typhoon damage that I didn't necessarily see, but it was all over the news. They're having a big issue over there with what to do with all the trash that was left over. From, from what the, I could get from the news, like yeah. the destruction, destruction, from the, okay. like a lot of people's houses and stuff were wrecked, and there's a lot of trash. I don't know what the hell to do with it. Right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we plan on going to Hockenay, and we had it all. But when we woke up in the morning, the two of us were just too exhausted by mm-hmm. the end of this. We were just like, we slept in. I put the magnet on the door and was like, we're sleeping. Right. Yeah. And we slept. We stayed and didn't leave until later. So we ended up going to. Uh, Shinjuku and we went to the Tokyo Metropolitan Building got a view from there which was pretty cool, cool. we got it at night we came back to Shibuya <laughs> like it was I guess 6pm we got back to Shibuya it's mm-hmm. Halloween we got off the train and it was absolutely terrifying how busy it was Really? like it was just like oh my god and it was like the same time people were showing up to go hang out in Halloween Shibuya and people were still going, coming for, it was a Wednesday. Right. So it was work a work day. Wednesday or Thursday. When was Halloween? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So it was a Thursday. So it's still a work day. So people were leaving work and there was people, oh, it was absolute insanity. We found these two dudes um, and we, they seemed to know what they were doing. So we just followed them through the crowd. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. Sumimasen, uh, Sumimasen, Sumimasen. Just made our way through the crowd, went back to our hotel. 
dressed up for Halloween, did basic stuff like vampire stuff, mm-hmm. uh, zombie stuff. And then uh, went to Shinjuku. Uh, it was nothing but um, but just foreigners. <laughs> oh, and, no, really? Yeah, and no one but us really celebrates Halloween. The United States is yeah, it's, Halloween. It's basically the United States, and now Japan does it. Like, it's a Halloween. Ha- Halloween's an American holiday. Hmm. So you went there expecting, and you just. I thought there'd yourself. be. I thought people would be all dressed up. Because yeah. There was a couple people that were dressed up. I see videos of it, but yeah. I guess like you know it's a video too. Yeah. yeah. We took pictures with a couple of people. Just they asked us to because mm-hmm. I pretty much looked pretty terrifying, and I had just fake blood coming out of my eyeballs and stuff. <laughs> um, and my wife was a vampire, and she mm. was. She always looks fantastic, so she looked like a fantastic vampire. And uh, people wanted to take a picture with her. And then eventually we just got to the point where we were like, this is, this sucks. Yeah. It was like drunk rugby fans. Like, sorry, British. If anybody's from Britain, (laughs) it's listening. Sorry about that. But, you know, it's just like drunk sports fans. Sure. Just imagine Eagles fans instead. Oh, well. Instead of saying E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, they're saying saying whatever British song or New Zealand or whatever whatever the fight song is for their country. And they're just screaming that. So that would you say that that was your um, biggest disappointment in going, at least with expectations, like you had high expectations for that particular part of your trip? I do know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shinjuku had too many foreigners for me. Yeah. But I think it had a lot to do with the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But we ended up going back to Shibuya. We were like, the hell with this. We found our back way to Shibuya. Okay. And we went to Shibuya. We took like some subways. Right. We went to Shibuya and we had a good time. We wanted, that was the latest we stayed up. We just wandered around. In costume. Yeah, in costume. Wandered around, grabbed a couple of beers from the 7-Eleven, which we weren't doing. I wasn't doing street drinking just because I didn't want to be a stereotypical foreigner. Right. But that day we couldn't get into any of the bars because they were two packs. So we were just like, eh, let's just grab a couple of beers and wander around. That's what we did. We had a good time. That's cool. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. That was and then true. the next day we... We're debating whether or not good to go right to the airport. We ended up going right to the airport, and we got some food in the airport because they have really good restaurants mm-hmm. in the Reed Airport. So we went there. Saboro, what's that? Saboro, Sparrow, 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 the pizza place. Yeah, the pizza place. Apparently, they have a very good pizza place in Tokyo that we didn't end up going to because I can eat pizza here. But see, that's always Domino's. Like, Domino's and uh, Pizza, pizza Hut, Hut right? are huge over there. Yeah, I mean, we watched uh, Code Geass, right? That yeah. whole episode based on it on the Pizza Hut. <laughs> That's that's another thing that's fascinating to me too. So it's almost like definitely fast food and um, these restaurants that pop up or it'll be like, hey, this one guy just does a great cheeseburger and he's yeah. like the only guy who does it and it's like just done in a very Japanese way and very meticulous and everything has a purpose and it's it's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll plug one place. I don't know the name of it, but you're talking about food. Um, we went to Omida Sky Building, which is this big building in Osaka. Mm-hmm. And they have a whole, every place has a mall attached to it. And that's just Japan. But um, we were going to go up, but it was expensive to go to the observation deck. Although the observation deck's really cool. They have like a sky garden and all this stuff. But we were like, eh, it's a little expensive and it's really packed with foreigners. And we were like, let's get grab something to eat. And wife being the fantastic guide, she found this uh, Okonami Yaki place. Do you know what Okonami Yaki is? No. So okonomiyaki is a, it's almost like an omelet, but it's made with squid or octopus. I think it's octopus. Octopus and cabbage, eggs, and it's made like a big pancake. Okay. It's it's like one of the most famous foods in Osaka. Mm-hmm. So we went in this tiny little place and 
it was amazing. We sat at the bar, he made this uh, okonomiyaki and then he was very nice and we had conversation with him. The guy made me, like he drew me out a little hand-drawn thing and everything cool. and it looked like a like a, a priest had done it. Like it was just fantastic. It was done with a, with a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. They were really nice and yeah, that place was awesome. If you end up going to Amida Sky Building, look for the Okonomiyaki place underneath the Amida Sky Building. It's totally worth it. It's in this weird mall that looks like an old neighborhood, okay. old Japanese neighborhood, but it's underground. It's really strange. That's cool. They love malls. Yeah. Malls are a thing. I didn't even talk about Don Quixote. No. So yeah, Don, Quixote, Don Quixote is, if you're going to Japan, Don Quixote is the key to you surviving in Japan. Don Quixote and 7-Elevens. Don Quixote has, it's like a six-floor really small, thin, six-floor Walmart. So you okay. can get everything you need there. Mm-hmm. So if you need, like, if you're looking for aspirin, they have ibuprofen. You mean for, like, a traveler? Or for a traveler. Like a, okay. Everything you need is in Don Quixote. And there's one in every major neighborhood. They're all over the place. They're gigantic. It's like a Walgreens, it sounds like, kind of. It's got more than that. Okay. It's it's wild. Hmm. Like they have fresh food usually on the basement. And then like the first floor is like, okay, seasonal stuff. So like all the Halloween shit was there and candy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they had like cosmetics, pharmaceuticals, stuff like that. Like I was able to get ibuprofen. I was able to get um, souvenirs. I was able to get a bag for souvenirs to bring them back. Right. Like I was able to get everything. I went there every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Just to wander in and just check it out. Just Cause it sick. gets packed. And mm-hmm. so I was up at 7am and I would just go to, Don Quixote. I highly recommend Don Quixote. Don Quixote. Yes. There you go. That's the plug. Yeah. We don't usually do plugs, but for that, there you go. Don we Quixote. still have time. I got more stuff to talk about. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a long episode either way because I have questions too, and I think we have some listener questions. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. If it's long, we can either split it up and then yeah. that's fine. Let's just keep going. Yeah, exactly. All right. I've got some things to be aware of. Okay. Going over there. Yeah. One thing: cash is king over there. Mm-hmm. You got to have cash. Okay. Uh, you, there's ATMs everywhere. Get a. Um, now, is a, that just a, from a tourist perspective or just in general? In general like cash. The cash they, they take cash. Most restaurants take cash. They don't take credit cards. Because cash is like on its, its downward spiral Japan, it's, here. Japan, yeah. it isn't. It's cash is still a big deal. Don Quixote, big restaurants or big places like that, they take credit cards. But mm-hmm. like uh, if you go into like an Izakaya, they're going to want cash. Mm-hmm. They don't take credit cards. So my advice is to um, get a saving before you go over there, start a savings account. Cause you're going to have to, you're going to plan on spending a lot of money cause it's a big city and it's expensive. Get a savings account that doesn't have uh, international fees on it. That's okay. what we did. We yeah. went with Charles Schwab. Mm. We only opened it. So this way we can travel. Um, also I said before with the Izakayas, make sure you get there before the office is let out. If you want to sit down and have a beer, right. you can get there when they're there, but you're going to be wandering around a lot to find room cause mm-hmm. there's no room. Also learn some conversational Japanese stuff to survive. Where's yeah. the bathroom? Right. Just the common stuff that Check you should please. probably know yeah. if you're traveling to another country in general anyway. Another thing is I understand, which I always started saying. Wakarimas. Like if somebody would give me directions and you just say, oh, wakarimas. Hi, hi, hi. Arigato oh, okay. uh, Excuse me is used nonstop there. Sumimasen. 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 So you're going to hear that all the you time. You will hear it all the time yeah. and you'll say it all the time. Mm-hmm. Another thing is uh, if someone bumps into you. Uh, they're going to say sumimasen, and your answer is daijoubo, uh, which means it's not a big deal. No worries. <laughs> no worries. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Okay. For the rest of my days. Also, everybody says dozo. Dozo is go ahead. You're this way. Uh, come this way. Oh, dozo, okay. dozo, dozo. So if you're in a store, they're going to say dozo, and that means it's your turn. Or if 
you give up your seat to an old lady on the train, which is a thing you're supposed to do. You which will get to manners. You should yeah, do it in the United anyway, States too. Yeah. You say dozo, and they will say arigato gozaimasu. Mm. You say daijobu. It's uh, uh, no one says sayonara either. No. Apparently, that's a thing to say to someone you're not going to see for a long time. Oh, so it's like a farewell. Right, it's a farewell. It's oh. like an adios, muchacho. Right. So it's more likely you're going to get arigato gozaimasu. You're not going to get sayonara. Nobody uses it. Hmm. Also, something else that made the locals pop every time I went to a restaurant. After I ate my meal, mm-hmm. paid my bill, gochizo sama deshita, which basically means thank you for the delicious food. Oh, yeah. And, and the whole like, place would be like, oh, arigato gozaimasu. Every time I said Gucci's Osama Deshta and I gave him a bow, oh my God, they popped for it. So is that, do you think that's a thing because they weren't expecting it for out you of, to out do Out of it? an American. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. So you, also, when people ask you where you're from, don't say the United States. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, where's that? If you say America, they'll be like, oh, America. Oh, okay. They don't call us yeah, the United US, States of America. Yeah. They call us America. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, they call yeah. us Americans. America it's a bit Jean. of a mouthful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing is no one says no in Japan. What do you mean by that? No is considered like a finality. It's considered rude unless you're trying to like off, like offend someone. No one says ie. They don't say no. I could see that. Yeah. So if someone's peddling to you or if someone's asking you if you want something, you just say keko desu, which basically is like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. You don't say no. You don't say ie. Look at this guy. What a jerk he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of times when you say no, even in America, if it's just kind of like, oh, okay. I guess it depends what the context is. But right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, beware of local customs. Of course, I talked about being polite. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Um, servers and bartenders, unlike in the United States, they won't constantly come up to you and hawk over you and see if you need something. Mm-hmm. So unlike in the United States where you shouldn't be saying, waving your hand and saying, excuse me, there you just give them a light sumimasen and raise your hand they'll fly over to you so it's the opposite yes you have to get their attention sumimasen and you raise your hand they'll come flying over yep whereas here if you do that you're You're a a dick yeah exactly yeah uh don't overorder finish your meals Mm -hmm. help old people hold doors basic polite nature stuff that you probably should should be be doing doing anyway yeah uh don't take photos of people i see this as a big thing in um kyoto Mm-hmm. People are just taking pictures of geisha and Mikos. I was going to send you because there was an article. It had just happened when you were there, yeah. I think, where they were like cracking down on it or something like that because of tourists. Yeah. And I know you weren't. I like saw that this yet, woman but... that was just sneaking pictures of girls in kimonos. And it's just like, first of all, these girls are all tourists like you. Just ask them for a photo. Yeah. Like sneaking them, and I was just like, "What is wrong with it?" Like, it's such a weird thing to begin with, anyway. Sneaking photos of anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, imagine being here and somebody just taking your photo. I don't like my photo being taken when somebody asks me. Yeah, oh, God. oh let's get together. Oh, we're all gonna do photo. So if somebody was like sneaking photos of me, I'd be like, "Why are you doing that?" Like, it just <laughs> seems like common sense, yeah. right? Like, I don't know. I guess that's like you see people and then they seem like objects to you. Yes, that's the thing. That's the thing that drives me nuts because because these women like the geisha and the micos are going to work. Right. Yeah. They're going to their job. Right. Like so, you're objectifying them and being like, "Look at how weird and Japanese this is," which is fucking weird, man. That's weird and kind of rape- racist. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. That's like, it's, come on, man. Yeah, because imagine if you were... They get paid to look like that. Right. They're not doing this for you. 
No. They're just you, going to work. If you work at, say, like a fancy restaurant and you got to wear like a suit and tie and somebody's taking a picture of you yeah. or something, it's, it's the same thing. It's right. weird. Uh, <laughs> come pay and you can take as many pictures as you want. Right, yeah. Uh, also, Japanese, uh, just from television, I can tell they love our interest in their culture. Hmm. As long as it's not offensive. Sure, yeah. They love it. They have, a com- they have commercials promoting uh, foreigners becoming assimilated into Japanese culture. Hmm. Like, you know, they had, they had an advertisement where it was like an African-American guy and he was talking in English, speaking in English, and he was wearing a full, uh, you know, like full get a full traditional get up. And, you know, they were asking him questions in English. It was really cool. So now, there's actually a TV show called, why did you come to Japan? So it's almost like the kind of feeds into each other, right? Yeah. Like people who are very interested in Japan and then those people like Japanese people, it seems like are interested in the people who are interested, interested in, in Japan them, and why yeah. they're interested in Japan huh. and what the reason is for everything. Not everything's otaku related. Right. Sure. Some of it's just like, uh, you know, the big thing I picked up is just the, the polite nature of the country. Mm-hmm. Something we need to learn over here. Yeah. And it'll never happen. Yeah. No, uh, there's no way. And also how spoiled we are with space. Right, because you were saying with the with the hotels, it's just not. Yeah, yeah. Because here, I mean, even if no one's seen my apartment, but it is, I'm sure, massive compared right. to over there. Like we got back to our house, and you know, after being in these tiny hotels, and you just like, I never thought I would appreciate this, you know, 950 square foot house right, as much yeah. as I do right now. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, if you're going over there, be a tourist, man. Yeah, what do you that's mean what by we that? were just. Do touristy stuff. Just own it. Yeah, just yeah. be a tourist. Everybody else is a tourist. Enjoy it. We getting immersed into the culture and everything like that was something that we wanted to do. Um, I didn't know enough Jap- Japanese to have full on conversations with Japanese people. I had enough mm-hmm. to get me by. Right. But um, so d- d- don't be ashamed to be a tourist. Sure. Just be a tourist. Have fun. They're gonna figure it out anyway. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> such a homogenous society. It looked totally different than everybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Things to warn you about. Mm-hmm. I warned about jet lag already. Yeah. Jet lag is real. It's, it's not old. just getting tired. Yeah. Also packing light. Like we thought we packed light and then we got over there and we're like, we have so much stuff. Like we brought too much. Like I should have packed, packed light, then reassessed my entire thing and just took half of it out. So what do you mean by that in terms of like, you can just buy a lot of the stuff that you brought sure you can. pretty much, especially or? in a place like Japan. It's like, you know, it's a it's a country on par with the United States. So everything you can get, except for some stuff I'm going to talk about in a minute, everything you can get in the United States, you can pretty much get there. Underwear, right. socks, like all that stuff, t-shirts. I think that's a very common thing, though, for anybody. Like even if you stay in the U.S. and you go to like the beach or whatever, and you're going for a week, bring too much stuff. Yeah, everybody's always packing like two weeks worth of clothes because they're like, "What if I like shit myself?" And you're like, right. "What is that going to happen?" Who cares? <laughs> like, when is, does that happen in your regular life? Right, that's all no? you, okay, then it's most likely not going to happen. No, all I, these weird situations <laughs> where you're like, "Oh man," and it's going to be so embarrassing. Trust me, like, I don't. <laughs> I talked about that before I went. Was like what if i crap my pants or something right. too much ramen yeah and you're just like what yeah <laughs> uh there's laundry there's 24-hour laundromats all over japan so, so that's, that's what we yeah. did we we went out in a uh, tropical storm because there was a tropical storm over there right uh, a uh, typhoon was coming so when we were in osaka the second day there was a tropical storm we went, our umbrellas turned inside out we were fighting with each other uh. <laughs> but we went you know there's 24-hour laundromats we went and grabbed a couple of beers from 
uh, 7-Eleven and sat down and drank beers and waited for our laundry to get done. Cool. They have like machines that, wa- I don't know if we have them here. I haven't been to a laundromat in years. No. Wash, rinse, and dry everything in one no, machine. No, not as somebody who's used some recently. At least not in any of the ones I, I've been in. Yeah. It's You're amazing. lucky if it's like one's on the bottom and then one's on top. So right. you don't really have to like move, move a whole much. lot. Yeah. Nah. So they have that. So I, that's my recommendation. That's it's cool. like, yeah. yeah. Um, you're going to need fiber. Like I talked about, right? The greens okay. are not really a big thing there. So then, what did you do? Did just like me? Bars? I just yeah, I just ate as like I would go to Seven Eleven and just find anything that had like seaweed or something in it mm-hmm. and just eat that. Mm-hmm. I know my wife was having a harder time because she doesn't eat sea like seaweed like I would. Right? She'll eat nori on like a roll, but they didn't have like fiber bars or like we have they, fiber one here. You they know? um the Seven Eleven like if you go to Seven Eleven in the United States, you'll find like Tums and all that stuff, and that's mm-hmm. completely separate. Because they have tough drug laws, so right. you have to go to a specific pharmacy. So I was able to get um, toothpaste from the pharmacy. Don Quixote has a pharmacy, so if you go to go to the big cities, they'll have a Don Quixote. But uh, I was able to. <laughs> I had to get suppositories at some point. Um, <laughs> uh, ibuprofen, ibuprofen. That's how you ask for it. And uh, they don't have like stomach, like you know, like think like um, Pepto Bismol. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy like this weird ginkgo thing which i don't even know if it works right. and she used it and we couldn't tell if it worked or not and it's like i don't know all right yeah their pharmaceuticals are a little bit different than here now this might sound stupid but is this a country that you have to constantly be drinking water out of like a water bottle or no You're no okay. we drink we filled up we get a water bottle and then just fill it up in this thing just fine with yeah. doing okay you yeah know. yeah no it's it's they have signs telling you whether or not the water's potable or not okay cool and i'll just say drinkable on it mm-hmm. yeah um some common drugstore items that you may find harder to find over there. Tums, okay. antacid, which I mentioned, deodorant. Really? They don't do deodorant over there. They take baths. All their deodorants are like Axe body spray and shit like that. Right, but I mean. They don't have stick deodorant like we do hmm. here. So, that, yeah. But I didn't, I think maybe I smelled somebody bad once the whole time I was there. We were once in pack trains, guys that worked all day. Guys, uh, men, mostly men, but men and women worked all day. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I didn't smell any bum bum smell. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what else? Uh, there's a whole system of walking on one side of the road, left or right, depending right. on what direction you're going. Okay. But it differs depending on what city you're in. It's almost was like a car. Yeah, like yeah, like it's not like lanes. that. Well, they they drive. I think them and Britain are the only ones that drive on the other side of the road. Okay. Falkland Islands, British, maybe yeah. some British Commonwealths do, but uh, yeah, they do that as well. But they walk on the left. Yeah, I think it was walk on the left in Tokyo and walk on the right in Osaka. So I don't just know. when you were so thinking weird. you were getting like well, the every lanes. time you figure you think you're figuring <laughs> you something out, else. they throw you for a loop. Yeah, and then you're like, wow, I'm just bumping into people all the yeah. time. <laughs> and also carry a bag with you, a trash uh, bag for trash because they don't have like public trash cans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really have them in the United States, but our places, our country's disgustingly dirty in Philadelphia. Philadelphia in particular, you just throw your trash on the, on the, on the ground. sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, Japan's spotless, but you bring a little bag, you throw your trash well, in it, and when you find yeah, the something. the reason why, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's all I got. That's all you got? That was a lot. That was a lot, uh. I will say. So I have a couple questions. Go for ahead, it. hit me. Uh, the first one is what is the one? Cause I know you're a big souvenir guy. You're big, you know, you like to collect things. Did you, was there anything that you were like, I have to have this in terms of souvenirs? Um, well we went to, um, I was playing it by sight. 
So if I saw something really cool, I would grab it. Um, I got sweatpants from from Don Quixote that said Shiboy on them. So I got some Shiboy sweatpants. Across the ass? Yeah, of course. It says juicy, but <laughs> yeah, it says, right. says Shiboy. Um, yeah, I, when we went to Diver City, I got you the magnet. Mm-hmm. I also grabbed a couple of coffee mugs. Okay. One of them, cha- it's Unicorn Gundam and it changes color with heat. That's cool. And another one is a full... Uh, manga page on the oh okay cool yeah mug. yeah it was pretty cool um also um if you go to the temples there's something called a shuin if i mispronounce this i'm sorry and it's a little book that you buy and it's decorative and you go into these temples buddhist or shinto mm-hmm. and they will write in calligraphy a message usually about the year and what it is and the name of the temple mm-hmm. And you go in and you pay them. It costs money. It's a couple of yen, a couple hundred yen. And you go in and you sign it. I got about 10 of them. That's cool. That's how many shrines we went to. You can get temple burn, like burnout from shrine to temples. What do you mean by that? Like you just go to so many of them that you're eventually like, oh, there's another one. They start to kind of blend in. Yeah. Of, uh, well, by the time we got to uh, Asakusa, we were just like, mm, I don't know. Like yeah. I didn't want to take any more like, pictures uh, of temples and I didn't want to get signed, anything signed anywhere. I was just like, right. yeah, maybe next time. Yeah. I do regret not going to Hakone, but we're, you know, we're going to go back. I think my brother wants to go with us next time. So that's cool. A couple of years we'll go again. So my other question then is we talked about a lot of the things that, uh, Japan does better over, you know, us, right. First being the United States. Is there anything that you had seen over there that you're like, Oh, I feel like America kind of has this figured out. Whereas they might be do things differently. You know what I mean? Like then perceived. Cause you said like, you know, with Japanese, it's culturally a lot more polite. People are, you know, there's not a lot of trash, things like that. Well, there, I think their racial homogeny is a little strange to get used to. Right. Um, it's kind of weird to not see an African American. You didn't, did you see any? I did. Apparently there's a community of Nigerians that live in Tokyo. Okay. Uh, they came over in the nineties. I read a whole article on this thing cause apparently they have a bad reputation, but it's not necessarily true. The Nigerians, the Nigerians, they work in nightclubs. A lot of them work as bouncers in nightclubs now Okay. because they came over with the, with they meaning the Nigerian immigrants mm-hmm. came over with the, um, promise of, well, not the promise, but the hope to, uh, start a new life and in, in this mm-hmm. like prosperous country in the nineties. And then they hit a recession and they ended up just getting jobs as bouncers and stuff like that. It's interesting. Um, that was pretty much the only African Americans I saw over there. Well, not, they wouldn't be African Americans, but you know, people of, uh, African descent. Sure. Uh, yeah, the, the, the homogeny is a little strange. Right. Especially you know? yeah, getting used to it from over here where you see all kind of walks of life right. in your day to day anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I, I guess I, I wouldn't say they do anything. We do anything better than they do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cleaner there. Yeah. Um, the trains run on time. Yeah. That's probably, especially from a Philadelphia standpoint is the most like baffling. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure drugs are a thing over there, but I didn't see any like, like Philadelphia where the headquarters of right. heroin. Yeah. So you don't, cause they're really tough on narcotics. Um, I only saw two homeless people the whole time I was there. Hmm. This is a major city. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they do with their homeless. Right. Like if they get bust off somewhere. Or yeah. Something like that. Which I'm not going to say, oh, that's a good thing that they don't have any homeless because I don't know what they do with their homeless. Right. It could be anything. They might just crock down on it. And right. Just throw and them in jail or something, or something like that. Or yeah. they like put them in a 
camp somewhere and it's like i don't know man yeah yeah that that's, a, that's i'm not gonna say that's a good sure. thing <laughs> but it's a they thing don't have any no, homeless right i hope they're taking care of them mm. but yeah we, I, th- I think we saw three homeless people especially for some of these cities tokyo is like one of the largest cities in the world yeah. so you would think that there has to just be homeless people like there is almost yeah all the homeless i think we them. saw we saw three homeless people two were in tokyo yeah. Okay. And at one point it was a rainy day and I was just wandering around like early in the morning and I was in the middle of rush hour and it was just all these umbrellas and black suits mm-hmm. and women in black, you know, every, all the women have to wear high heels to work there. Okay. Let's talk about some of that. Though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also prostitution is a thing over there, which I didn't know. Really? Yeah. So the only reason I noticed is because like straight up prostitution, like prostitute. Well, you know, not like prostitution. Like we see it over here in the mm-hmm. United States where it's like a woman that's wearing like a short dress. She looks like a prostitute, right. but we were like wandering around, walking around, uh, Kabuchi Cho. And we were, I noticed like groups of like young men mm-hmm. and they were just hanging out and then they would approach young girls and start talking to them. And then the girls would just say no, and they would walk away. And I was just like, what is this yeah. weirdness? What, like, this is something I've never seen in the United States. And I looked it up, and I was I'm not, listen, I'm not knocking prostitution. Prostitution sure. is the oldest, it's the oldest uh, job in the world. It is, yes. You know what I mean? If people are going to pay for it, then there should be product to buy. And if mm-hmm. that's the way you got to make money, then do it. But I looked into it, and apparently there's a whole male prostitution thing and a female prostitution thing. But one thing they don't do is go after foreigners. Really? It's just a Japan thing. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Because okay, huh? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh I, man, I went into a wormhole. Right. One of the nights yeah. I couldn't sleep. I was just like looking up all this prostitution stuff, and most of the resource stuff I saw about was uh, more male man on man stories. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the the guys I saw were like young, good looking, like dapper guys. Some guys had suits on, approaching women and asking them out on dates. Ah, and they're just like, no, I'm good. And they're like, okay. And they would go back over to his crew of guys and they'd just be hawking for girls. And it wasn't like picking up girls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was just, it was obviously a prop proposition of some sort. Mm -hmm. And And then just saying no. And then walking away. Right. Yeah. I started reading articles about it. It It's like women never giving these guys gifts and just to hang out with them. Well, cause I was always, sex always, isn't always, always a thing either. Right. Like a, a lot of it's just companionship. Cause they do, that's always been like a nebulous thing with like the hosts and the yeah, host clubs. We didn't do any yeah. of those. Like I thought about it, but I was, I don't know, right. Not my thing, but they always kind of just push it as it's more companionship and being friendly. Yep. And then, I mean, maybe it would make sense that there is some people that would, would take that to the next level. Yeah. I guess if, if you reward them enough, you know, right, you, might, yeah. you might get some action. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I guess. I have no- <laughs> <laughs> That's all you say. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> get any more questions for you? Uh, no, I think we covered it all. All right. I got one question. Mm-hmm. Um, let me get to my spiel real quick. Yeah, sure. It's going to take me a minute. It's okay. <laughs> Listener questions. All right. Send us go. questions on Instagram and Twitter or email us at newtaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them on the air. Mm-hmm. At one um, Instagram question. It was about Japan and the question was, um, how did you deal with culture shock? Okay. All right. I didn't question. necessarily have much culture shock. Uh, the prostitution I talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like one of the main things where you were like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah. And uh, also um, the goths in in Shinjuku. I didn't like they would. There was a certain alley like by our hotel. It was next to the Hotel Gracery, which is Tokyo Cinemas. Mm-hmm. It's this big movie theater. 
but it's a hotel as well. And there was like a wall and all the goths would hang out there all the time. The goths. Goths. Like you would think like as yeah, a like, you know, high school goth yes, sort of yes. thing. Okay. You know, with parachute pants and the whole deal. Sure. And they would just hang out there, but it was also like puke alley. Like people would get drunk and sit there and like every morning, cause I would be out early in the morning walking around taking pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there would just be puke everywhere. So like drinking is huge over there. Yeah. Like it's a big part of their culture. I do. Uh, that's another fascinating thing. I always like looking up um, kind of the business culture. And I do know that there's like a thing where your boss would invite you out to drink and you basically have to go or it's like highly encouraged. Yes. And then you have to like keep up with, keep up him. with the boss. And then, yeah, that's so that like there's overindulgence, I guess, yeah. with alcohol. A lot I saw of people, two people uh, sleeping on the sidewalk, like in business suits. Really? Yeah like early in the morning. Cause like I said, I was up early in the morning mm-hmm. every day trying to give my wife a little bit of time to herself. I would just like wander around for like an hour and a half, two sure, hours. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Just take pictures. And I saw some people like just like sleeping on the sidewalk, like wow. in their work clothes. Yeah. I guess just sleeping it off. They sleeping can't, off yeah. the load. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's drinking is a big thing over there. Um, other than that, no, I, I didn't really have much shock. I kind of knew what I was in for. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would probably know more than ever anyone because you do a lot of research. You're kind of in the headspace in terms of. Yeah, I, I mean, I got to give credit to my wife. She put a lot of time into research. I did the language. Mm-hmm. She dealt with like plotting out our adventure. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's got to be in this day and age a little bit easier to kind of um, not necessarily avoid culture shock, but if you are informed and you do the research, because all those tools are kind of at your fingertips, you have oh, yeah, YouTube, you, just, you have articles. Yeah. You just like, so much. There's so many, there's this, uh, guy on, I forget his name. Julio. I'm not sure. Jose mm-hmm. Latino sounding name. He, uh, he does like neighborhood tours of Japan and gives you like advice on what to do and stuff like that. Do I you think know what I'm talking about? I think I know. Is he the one that does day in the life uh, videos you ever see those where he goes oh a day in life of a Japanese businessman or, or salesman or something Maybe? like that I don't know I think I know I just looked up I just about. looked at the neighborhood neighborhood specific ones because there's one particular YouTube YouTuber if we're talking about the same person because I can't recall his handle or what have you and he is he's very good yeah it's like 10 15 minutes and it is very yeah he's very he's very upbeat and he's mm-hmm. very nice but he did recommend against going to robot restaurant to go someplace else and I'm telling you it's worth the money don't robot restaurant was so much fun if you're in on the joke and you can get why it's strange and bizarre and unique, mm-hmm. then you'll enjoy Robot Restaurant. That's cool. The highlights of my trip were probably Kyoto because it's so beautiful and uh, Robot Restaurant. And then what's the most disappointing thing? Not to Most disappointing. Like what was the thing that you had hyped yourself up for the most? Akiya that... Bar probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of just like, mm. All right. it was cool to go there, but I didn't feel like I was like overwhelmed by it. Right. It might have had to do with just travel fatigue at that point. Yeah. You're kind of like, uh Asakusa was pretty cool too. And so you're saying 10 days you think is probably optimal. I think 10 days is, is the magic number. Mm -hmm. Like by the 10th day we were kind of gassed and we were, we were ready to go home. Yeah. I think me and you've talked about this. I think personally too, it is a little hard, especially if you're a working man where it's like hard to take that amount of time off because then you start to, your mind starts to wander and you kind of get like agitated. Yeah. I was starting to worry. I was worried about work from the moment I, you know, yeah. I had posted before we left, we were, you know, we'd limited our hours cause I was leaving mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to be around. So we just did weekends. And before I got on the plane, I put a post out there like, these are going to be our hours. Yeah. Not until I got off the plane did I realize that I had posted the wrong hours. I had us opening four hours later. Yeah. So I was just like, 
But that's it. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it's probably more that I forgot about. Sure. I bang these notes out in the jet lag haze. Sleep deprived. So, <laughs> yeah. So there's probably some stuff that I missed. But yeah. once again, like, hey, man, if you're going to be a tourist, be a tourist. That's my advice. Just own it. Yeah. Cool. Don't disown it. Right. Just own it. Is that all we got? That's all we got. That's it. Next week. What is network? Next, next week, week oh, is our fall. is our uh, fall first impressions. All right. Are you caught up? I am caught up actually on almost everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the no sleep schedule, so I've been trying to bang out the first episode I missed of every show, and then going back and doing the first episode. I, the oh, so you're not I okay? I'm not caught up yet. Now I've you know, been home for. See, a couple me days. and you do it differently though, because if I fall behind, you just I, bang it all out. Yeah, I almost always because I think it's easier for me to do that and then write notes for it, especially yeah. if I'm trying to catch up on. There's a couple shows that I'm, I'm just behind on. So it's just right. easier to be like, boom, 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 watch those two, three in a row. And then the one show that I'm really, that I really like, I also watching with my wife. So it's like, I have to wait for her it's schedule. That too, level, it's, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I have to wait for her. I kind of want to just watch it. Right, I want to watch yeah. it twice, but what are you going to do? Yeah. But yeah, next week, first impressions, get excited people. Yeah. And thanks for all the positive feedback we've been receiving. I've, heard from some people in person that were pretty excited about the show they really enjoyed the uh fall selection show yeah yeah they okay. said it's unique and different the way we do it so i'm into it thank yeah. you make it competitive i enjoy it yeah you mm. enjoy the competitive things yeah nah. it's like sports bro right bro <laughs> let's go sports. sports are the worst chest bump after this yeah i might poop myself <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions and show requests. We're going to be doing a show request soon. Um, our email is NewTaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about some of them on the air. Listen with some Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. Until next time, this was fun. I'm Jin. I'm Frank. And Gambate. Gambate.